Now today's federal newscast. I'm Terry Wing. President Trump has told Congress he wants to freeze the pay of civilian federal employees in 2019. It means federal pay rates will remain flat unless Congress passes and the president signs a bill that includes a raise by the end of the year. In a letter to members of both houses, the president said federal agency budgets cannot sustain such increases. Trump says the country's fiscal situation warrants more performance-based pay and not across-the-board raises for civilian employees. Most federal employees were supposed to get a 2.1% raise in 2019. Military members are still on track to get a 2.6% raise next year. It's Washington's turn to say goodbye to the late Senator John McCain. The six-term Republican from Arizona who lived and worked in the nation's capital for over four decades will lie in state under the U.S. Capitol Rotunda today for a ceremony and public visitation. On Saturday, McCain's procession will pause by the Vietnam Memorial and head for Washington's National Cathedral for a formal funeral service. McCain will be laid to rest on Sunday afternoon at the Naval Academy Cemetery in Annapolis. More than 200 former national security professionals want answers from OPM and from the Director of National Intelligence about how and why the Postal Service released the confidential national security questionnaire of Abigail Spanberger. In a letter sent to DNI Dan Coates and OPM Director Jeff Pond, the former uniformed and civilian national security executives said they're angered, disappointed, and feel like their trust has been violated by the action. Spanberger served as a CIA case officer until 2014 and before that worked at the Postal Service and now is running for Congress in Virginia. The United States Air Force is too small to meet the security challenges that face the nation. A study from the RAND Corporation said the Air Force would not be able to meet demands for all types of aircraft in possible Cold War-type situations. The analysis suggests that prolonged operations are particularly stressing to the force, which is significant given that the average length of operations has been increasing since the end of the Cold War. The Air Force is considering a major restructuring to boost its information warfare capabilities. Here's Federal News Radio's Jared Serbu. Air Force Chief of Staff David Goldfein says his service is contemplating restructuring of its Pentagon staff offices, combining the directorates that currently handle cyber, IT, intelligence, surveillance, and reconnaissance into one. The change would mirror a reorganization the Navy made in 2009. If the idea moves forward, it's likely to happen in concert with a similar restructuring of the service's operational forces along the same lines. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio. The Navy awards a big contract for aircraft carrier-based drones. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. The deal, worth up to $800 million, went to Boeing after a three-way competition. The Naval Air Systems Command calls it a fixed-price incentive target contract. It calls for design and construction of four MQ-25A unmanned aerial vehicles and integrating them into a carrier wing. The planes, dubbed Stingray, will be used for refueling of F-A-18s and F-35s. The hope for completion date is August 2024. I'm Tom Temin. Is the Defense Department shooting itself in the foot with cloud? Former chairman of the Defense Science Board, William Snyder, thinks it might be since the Pentagon lacks a clear cloud roadmap. Snyder says DOD needs to be more forthcoming about where it wants to go with the cloud, just as the intelligence community did when it transitioned to the cloud about five years ago. The Census Bureau faces thousands of cybersecurity weaknesses it needs to address in the coming months. The majority of the cyber weaknesses relate to IT infrastructure developed by the agency's tech integration contractor. 
GAO also reports Census is having trouble staffing the program management office that oversees that contractor. A familiar name has moved into new digs at the Energy Department's new cyber office. Karen Evans, the former administrator of e-government and IT at OMB, returns to federal service after nearly 10 years away. The Senate confirms Evans by voice vote Tuesday to be the Energy Department's first Assistant Secretary for Cybersecurity, Energy Security and Emergency Response. As part of her new role, Evans will work closely with DHS and private sector providers to ensure the energy grid is secure. Energy Secretary Rick Perry stood up the new office in February to protect the country's energy infrastructure from cyber attacks. I'm Jason Miller. Find these stories on federalnewsradio.com. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. And follow us at Federal Newscast on Twitter.